0: WDW Radio, your information station. Hello everybody and welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangiello, author of the Walt Disney World Trivia Books, Audio Guides to Walt Disney World. I'm also the host of WDW Radio and the publisher of Celebrations Magazine. This is the WDW Newscast. Today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2011. Be sure and join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern at www.newscast.com for a live interactive news show covering Walt Disney World in Florida where you can be part of the broadcast and discussion as you talk about it real time in the chat room. If you can't make the live broadcast, that's okay because the video will be posted on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash www.radio on the www.radio.com blog and the audio-only portion will be in our iTunes feed as well. You can also get notified of upcoming shows by following me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello. And by joining the WDW Radio fan page at facebook.com slash WDW Radio. This uh, episode is sponsored by our friends over at touringplans.com. They are the research team behind the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World. There, There's a crowd calendar, wait times, touring plans, and lots more. But they're very excited to announce StarTours2Live.com. It is a live, on-the-spot coverage of the opening of Star Tours from park opening until closing every day for for soft openings and the official opening as well. They'll also have wait times and more, and they also have a new wait times app free for the iPhone and Android format. And they'll also be having a First Tour to Alderaan event and lots more. You can check them out over at StarTours2Live.com. On to this week's Walt Disney World news. Disney unveiled the next phase in what many hope is a trend that's going to continue with specialty-themed rooms in two of their most popular resorts. First, Disney is converting some of its 25,000 hotel rooms into moderately priced princess-themed rooms and high-end health and wellness suites. What they're basically looking to do is carve out specific niches from these hotels to appeal to very targeted demographics. Now, we're starting to see that already when they announced the Art of Animation Resort, which is going to have more than half of those rooms uh, basically being suites aimed at very budget-conscious families. Well, now Disney is giving the royal treatment to about a quarter of the 2,000 rooms in the Riverside section of Disney's Port Orleans French Quarter Resort. Uh, I'm sorry, Port Orleans Riverside Resort, most likely in the Magnolia Bend section, known as the Royal Rooms. The story behind these rooms is that Princess Tiana, from Princess and the Frog, obviously which took place in New Orleans, invited some of her friends, like Belle, Jasmine, and more, for a little vacation. And the rooms that the princesses stayed in are the ones that you can stay in with your family as well. As you can see from the artwork here, they include ornate beds with headboards with fiber optic special effects, gold and crystal accents, artwork and mementos left by Tiana and her friends. Uh, You'll see things like bathroom faucets in the shape of Aladdin's genie lamp and the footstool that came to life as a dog in Beauty and the Beast. Now these are known as storybook hotel rooms, obviously much more lavishly themed than the regular moderately priced hotel rooms. We first saw these kind of rooms with the Pirates of the Caribbean rooms over at Caribbean Beach Resort, the Finding Nemo themed rooms there as well, and also uh, out in Tokyo they have Donald Duck themed rooms at the Tokyo Disney Resort and more. These are very, very popular Although Disney does charge a premium, about $30 for these current-themed rooms. Port Orleans, like I said, uh, is a moderate resort, and the uh, it's sort of going to change the level of accommodation now that you can get there, again, with these sort of uh, add-on-themed rooms. The 512 Royal Rooms are going to be open to guests in February or March of 2012, which just happens to coincide with the Fantasyland expansion, which involves attractions based on wait for it, princesses, such as The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Snow White. So, obviously, Disney is also banking on the idea that the travelers who want that kind of experience are willing to pay a premium at these kind of resorts, Um, again, because they are going to be now competing with the very well-themed, all the rooms, at the Art of Animation Resort, Uh, which is going to open in May 2012. They're going to have some specialty themed rooms added there as well. Uh, One other change to the rooms over at Port Orleans in these specialty themed rooms, they're going to replace the standard full-size beds with queen-size beds, Uh, a welcome uh, change for a lot of people. I I know for myself, Port Orleans, French Quarter, and Riverside are two of my favorite resorts, well-themed in their own right, like what they're doing with the add-ons. Disney's also continuing a trend that has been going on both in and out of the parks towards healthy living, even when you're on vacation. And what they've started doing now is developing new plans for suites in one of its deluxe hotels, probably more, starting with, which means more are probably coming elsewhere, 23 rooms in Disney's Contemporary Resort. They're being redone from top to bottom and specifically created to attract health Conscious Travelers. What they're doing at Contemporary is converting the entire 14th floor to a health and wellness theme, complete with a private yoga studio, custom designed menus, and concierge services. The rooms are going to have amenities like bamboo floors, low allergen pillows and mattresses, exercise equipment and massage tables in their rooms, and lots more. These are supposed to open in or around November. And obviously, you are going to have to pay a certain premium, although not specified as yet, for that level of luxury and for those types of rooms. Now, my personal opinion, and I certainly want to hear from the people who are already chatting in the box who seem that they like the idea of these themed rooms, is I love the idea of the very well-themed rooms. I think the health and wellness suites offer a great option to guests who aren't not only looking to continue a healthy lifestyle that they may live at home on vacation, but also want to try a very new, very different resort experience. Remember, a lot of us are repeat visitors to Walt Disney World. This offers a different, somewhat more upscale uh, experience in these health and wellness rooms. The uh, animated and live action feature film themed rooms is something that kids of all ages, myself included, I think are really going to enjoy. I think the princess and the frog rooms uh, look beautiful. Of course, a perfect match for the New Orleans theming of Port Orleans, uh, they're elegant, they're very well appointed. And I think they also add a welcome bit of luxury and a bit of whimsy to the resort as well. Obviously, I, I assume that they're going to be in the mansions over in Ma- Magnolia Bend as opposed to Alligator Bayou. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying these out. I hope this trend continues. I've said in the past on the show that I'd love to have attraction or even land themed rooms and adventure land room a Tomorrowland room, we've heard rumors of a haunted mansion room. People, a Star Tours themed room, sign me up right now because you know I would be there. I think there are so many great possibilities. But this is where I wanna hear from you, whether you're watching in the chat room or whether you're watching the video. What do you think about these idea, these, convert, these con- conversions of these traditional rooms into specifically themed rooms or specific demographically targeted rooms? Is a health and wellness option something maybe that you personally would like or know somebody that would? Would you be willing to pay a premium for either the health and wellness room or a themed room? Would your kids, or even you, pay a little bit more, $30 or so, to stay in a Princess and the Frog themed room with obviously much more well-appointed amenities than you get in a traditional moderate resort? You know, again, I think it's sort of taking, we've got the, the value resorts, Art of Animation is going to sort of plus that a little bit. These themed rooms add another level on top of the moderates just as the health and wellness adds another level onto the deluxe resorts as well. Do you think something like a health and wellness themed floor, I mean, they're taking over the entire 14th floor of the main tower, is it too niche? Is it is it catering to maybe too small of a demographic? I don't think so. And certainly Disney doesn't as well to make such a wide-scale conversion Obviously, they have done their research as they always do. Uh, I have a feeling these are going to be very, very popular. This is sort of going to bump contemporary a little more maybe to being, again, the flagship resort of Walt Disney World, sort of the high-end luxury type of experiences. Now, some people are saying health and wellness wouldn't necessarily appeal to them. uh, They'd like to see some changes at the Polynesian. I think that because in the release they said they're starting to make changes at Deluxe resorts, I think that means we are going to see more theming of the rooms across the board, especially in the moderate and the deluxe categories. It's going to change things up. It's going to give people additional options for the type of experience they want to have. And I have a feeling that people would be willing to pay a premium. Look, you already do it now. Uh, for a lot of people, you pay a premium for a water view, uh, a lake view, a pool view, a savanna view. I mean, it's the same kind of thing. Your room may be the same, but you're paying more for the view. Now you're just paying more for the view inside your resort. And if you spend a lot of time and you really take the time to enjoy your resort and your time on vacation in your room, you know, something like the Princess and the Frog themed room may necessarily be something that you would like. Um I like this trend. I want to hear from you guys. What do you? Uh, they say, I think that the health and wellness fits in with the contemporary. It would be weird at the Polynesian, but certainly fits there. The themed rooms are awesome. Um, I pay for what's in the room more so than the view, says Re1064. Uh, Von Baraketsch says, I agree that for the price, some extra value would be nice. Um, it seems like themed rooms after attractions, characters, films, Things from the theme park really seem to be the things that are resonating with people. Uh, We've talked in the past about a rumored haunted mansion room. There was some concept art that supposedly had come out uh, in a survey about a haunted mansion themed room. Obviously pirates, more so tying into the film, but certainly ties directly into the attraction as well. Um... Tigger RPH says, I can definitely see the princess rooms working. The uh, Art of Animation Resort, Big Bad Wolf, can't wait to get reservations for that as well. Again, all those rooms, the entire resort, incredibly, incredibly well-themed. We talked about that uh, probably a couple of months ago. Uh, Disney Daddy makes a good point. Disney needs to be careful that they don't overprice themselves. And I think, Chuck, what they're doing is they are doing that. They are wanting and giving a large range of options so for the budget-conscious traveler with a large family art of animation a good portion of those are gonna be family suites certainly budget-conscious value-themed uh, value resort but still well-themed but you do also have to cater to the high-end resort guests although the economy is tough there are a lot of guests that still are able and want to have an incredible experience and are willing to pay for it uh... to some people Grand Floridian, even Sugarloaf or some of the rooms there are not the epitome of a luxury experience for them. Things like what they're doing here at the Contemporary offer them a great option. Again, keeping them on property. You've got to appeal to a wide demographic and the fact that they're appealing to niche demographics as well too, I think is a great move and very interesting. Uh, it, it cannot be affordable for everyone. You know, nothing is affordable for everyone. Um, but again, uh, I think this is, these are interesting trends that they are going, again, sort of carrying over that healthy trend that they started off with dining options, snack options. Now they're doing it into the resorts as well. Um, so, White Man says, I do Disney once a year, only stay in the high-end resorts. So, a lot of people are very much in the same boat as you. They go to Disney World once every one, two, three, five years that really want a luxury experience, I think that this is what is going to cater to them. Uh, Lacy says, how about countries of Epcot rooms? Again, the possibilities are endless. I would love to hear more of your thoughts and your comments and suggestions, either here in the chat room, on our YouTube channel, or on the blog over at www.radio.com. I post the videos from the newscast there every week, not long after the live broadcast is over on Wednesday night. Please come by. Let's continue the conversation there. Now, um, I did say that uh, in addition to tonight's Walt Disney World news, I also had an announcement as well that really is not uh, specific to Disney news, and it's something I wanted to share with you now, something I've been uh, sitting on for a little while. Um, Since I wrote my first Walt Disney World trivia book back in 2003, I really wanted to always try and enhance your understanding and your appreciation and enjoyment of the parks through the books and the website and then eventually the podcasts and the live shows and then starting three years ago with the audio guides to Walt Disney World and with those what I wanted to do was take you on a virtual trip through the parks starting off with the Magic Kingdom land by land so we really can take the time and explore a lot of what's there and then obviously continue on to Uh, Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdoms, and yes, even probably the resorts. Um, I wanted to let those guides, even more so than the podcast, help you explore some of the hidden details, um, the overlooked experiences, some of those little hidden treasures that I think are overlooked by a lot of guests, and just like the show, I wanted you to feel when you were listening to the show, or specifically to the audio guides, that We're sitting around a diner table, just kind of talking with friends uh, about Disney. And with the guides, it's a little bit different. I want you to feel as though that we were touring the park together. Um, And well, now you can, because starting May 1st, I'm going to start offering private tours to families and groups who are looking for a very unique way to experience the Magic Kingdom. And what I'm going to start offering are private four-hour tours uh, customized to your group of one to six people. Um, Your tour is going to be all yours. So if it's just you, if it's one person, it'll be you and I touring the parks. If it's you and the five members of your family, it'll be just our small group of six. Um, It's going to be interactive. Like I said, it's going to be exclusive, and it's also going to be personalized to your interests. So unlike listening to the guide directly, We'll be able to walk through, have conversations, discussions about things that you like, things that you enjoy, things that you remember, and sort of tailor the tour as we go along specifically, tour your into your interests. Again, <clears throat> more so than the audio guides. i gonna bring out some of those overlooked experiences and those hidden tractors. We want to explore Walt's legacy through the entire park and, and with through stories and some of the little known facts and hopefully get you to appreciate the parks more and enjoy your experiences more then and in the future with history and trivia and all that kind of stuff and really kind of get you a uh, sort of a a new way to look at the parks in an educational and an entertaining kind of way. So um, because the tour is really focusing on those stories and the history, uh, the time is really going to be spent exploring those areas that typically don't include attractions uh, or meals. Um, but again, since it's a private tour, we can customize it to your interests and what you want to do. There's also going to be an option to extend the tour for an hour or two, six hours max, um, in case you want to do some meals or some attractions as well. Um, for more information, you can go and visit a new site over at Loumongello.com. You'll see private Disney World tours there. It'll have a lot more frequently asked questions, more information. You can also submit a form if you're interested in booking a, a tour. Um, It is something I am incredibly excited about. It's something I've been thinking about for a while. I've given a few tours in the past, and this is something that I really wanted to share with you and experience with you firsthand um, because of how constrained I've been with the time that I have in the audio guides and because how much I enjoy that one-on-one interaction with you, and that's why I want to keep the tours small and private and limited to you know a very uh you know just to four or six hours at a time so uh, we will talk about the tour some more in uh in the chat beyond this but again if you visit lumonjello.com, you can get more information you can book you can also email me if you have any specific questions uh that is going to do it for this week's ww newscast uh i all i ask is that if you like the show and i hope that you do Please go out and help spread the word, not only about the newscast, but the new private tours that I'm going to start doing again on or around May 1st, 2011. Uh, Thank you for taking the time, for tuning in this and every week, whether you're watching live in the chat room or whether you're watching on the site or YouTube. I am Lou Mangiello from WDW Radio. Thanks again. See ya.